G'day guys and girls and welcome back to this week's Extended Bench Mailbag where we're here to answer all your questions off Twitter and a little bit later also, you know, play our favourite game, Risk It For The Biscuit, um, which in the middle of prelim finals uh, is a very important game to play right now. It is, yes. For all our draft team listeners out there. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to dive straight into your questions off of Twitter. Um, and first up this week, we've got a question from uh, Footyhead, at DT Footyhead. Uh, who's asking, uh, where are you guys ranked? Uh, Do we have to share this? Um, I, I, I don't think we have to share this. I think we can... It's oh, a little bit embarrassing. All right. Um, so, <laughs> In fact, it's a lot embarrassing. No, we're, we're, we feel pretty embarrassed this year, to be honest, in salary cap leagues. After myself coming off a top 1,000 finish last year and you, Matt, coming off of a, a nice, comfy, well-fitting hat last yes, year. 29th last year. 29th overall was outstanding. This I mean, year... Not so much. <laughs> no, God, no. I've only just scraped into the top 10,000 myself, to be completely honest. Yeah, and I'm just over 11,000. Yeah, it, uh, we, we have... Uh, there's a, been a lot of things go wrong. And unfortunately, yeah. with fantasy footy, if you have too many things go wrong at the outset... Too many poor choices from pre-season. Yep. Um, whether whether or not they were good choices at the time, they looked like good choices. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Matt and I both started with players like Duncan, who went down injured after the first couple of weeks. Yep. Merritt, who was awful at the start of the year getting yep. tagged. Matty Crouch. Uh, Matty Crouch, who went down injured yep. straight away. You started off with Chris. I started off with Chris, who, although he proved through the middle of the year, he can be an amazing scorer, yep. was awful woeful for the first three, two months pretty yeah. much I started off with Goldie and I've actually still got I him. started off with Goldie as well I never got around to getting rid of Goldie no no, you can, <laughs> so I've still got him stuck with him all year I started off with Goldie as well and he has just been or he started off so poorly for the year so basically the times that we had players they were poor and generally when we've gotten rid of them they've gotten better somehow so yeah so we we don't like to talk about our rankings this year and fantasy coaches all around the world know that there is always next year so yep. we're looking forward to a bigger and badder salary cap year next year absolutely but there's always draft leagues to look back on that's one of the things we love about keeper leagues and redraft yeah. leagues you can always look back on those you know fall back a little bit and it's always a bit more highly competitive and uh, teams at the end of the year obviously aren't same same like they are in salary cap leagues. A bit more unique. You often find in salary cap leagues at this time of the year there's maybe three or four points of difference, and yeah. that's sad. I've got a friend at work who's got a um, prelim final matchup in salary cap this mm-hmm. week, and he was telling me there's only three points of difference, which and is he's tossing up whether he gets rid of one of them with his trades. Yeah, it's tough because well, is that something that you would do? Would you if, if you were in the underdog. same situation? And well, if you're the underdog, so you. You're basically being the underdog of three players. Mm. It's so strange. Yeah, I don't actually. I might even do it if I'm the favourite. If there's one of their guys that I'm a little concerned about, it's so tough. Know. Well, if you're only going three differences, like if you had so yeah, it, really tough call when there's yeah. that little difference between the teams. I think there was we had a matchup a couple of years ago where we had one or two differences. We had, I think, one difference. You and I had one difference. And this was before we started this podcast. So we weren't even talking things over together in a room quite as often. They just ended up being pretty much the same team. And that was a final, I think. It Um, was a final. I think it was a grand final. Yeah. No, was it a grand final? It was a grand final. It was a grand final. Who got up, do you remember? You did. I have the feeling I did. I know exactly why. Because I brought in Eddie Betts as a point of difference. you did, didn't you? (laughs) All the signs pointed to a, a good game. It was against, like, Gold Coast or something who was still awful back then. And he had just come off like three tons in a row or something. 
he had a good matchup. They were and they were oh, at home. Man. All the signs, and he got like a sixty or something, oh, and he smashed me. I remember the memories. I are would have been back. better off not making a trade. That was fantastic. Oh my god. Well, all right, we'll push on from there, but. Yeah, it's tough when th- teams are so close. Um, and you notice how we segued ever so slightly <laughs> away, away from, from our rankings. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, next question is from Caleb St. Ather, who's asking, at Extended Bench AU, uh, Seedsman, How, which Jeremy How, yep. um, Kelly, Fife, Conker, Zach Williams, all currently injured. I have all in my draft team. That Worth is, holding or dropping? That is a tale of woe. That hurts, man. That so, hurts. All right, let's go through these one right, by one. So first up, I'm assuming he's asking because he's in finals. I would assume so too. Or, yeah, yeah. I would safely assume so, yes. Yeah, yeah. and I think we know from a previous question it's a redraft, not a keeper league. Yes, yes. It is a, this is a redraft league. We've yeah. a, um, had a bit of a, a text message chat with Caleb before. Cool. So, so redraft. All righty. That, that's a tough one. So, all I right. I don't know so, how much there's going to be on the way. All right, Jer- Jeremy Howe. We actually had a discussion with Caleb earlier, and I was convinced that Jeremy Howe would be back this week because he had already missed two games. This, I was as well, but he didn't he get He missed up. his third game, which means that this is a serious concussion. Yeah. I read something, I think, this morning saying that he's still in doubt for next week as well. Far so. out. Um, I would... <sighs> Alright, so out of all these guys, the ones that have to go first are Zach Williams first. I, I, he's not getting back for fantasy finals. No. Um, he might be back in the actual AFL finals it, because he okay. sure is injured, so there's a chance he might yeah, get okay, back then. in. But for fantasy finals, not a chance. Um, it looks like a conquer won't be playing for the. Not for fantasy. Not for fantasy finals, so you've got to get rid of him. May, oh, maybe for the final round. Mm. I think he played half. Again, right, in right. the VFL? The first two you need to get out, Caleb. Williams and Fife. Absolutely. <laughs> Fife is not playing for the rest of this year. Yeah, Fife's gone. So, get those guys out. Um, Conker, uh, or Kelly, I would be keeping first because he might play this week or might only just miss one game because GWS do still need wins. Yep. Um, so, I'd keep Kelly. Uh, f- uh, how... I'd How probably I'd be moving. I'd, I would keep How because I would probably be getting rid of Seedsman. Seedsman Yeah, Seedsman and Conquer ahead of How and Kelly. So yeah, okay. the order I would rank them in is I'd bracket these guys. Yep. So the first bracket is Williams and Fife. Get rid of those guys first, mate, mm-hmm. and bring someone else in. Um Conquer and uh How. Mm-hmm. You can it's Conquer and Seedsman, apologies. Conquer and Seedsman. Yep. I would look to get rid of those guys before you get rid of Howe and Kelly. And Howe yep. and Kelly are also almost... <laughs> Kelly particularly, but Howe's almost a premium as well in his position. So yeah, if you, particularly in draft. Even if you just get him back for the grand final, hold on to him. Yeah. But The thing is, though, you've got to get to the grand final That's first. true. And so, you've got a lot of injuries, mate. But that is four players that you definitely have to move on, in my opinion. Seedsman. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so obviously that first tier is going to be drops and waiver pickups mm-hmm. because they're not coming back. The second tier probably also drops and waiver pickups. Yeah. The third tier is the one where you might be able to actually trade them. Well, Kelly, you could get a trade, absolutely, if you're stressed about it. If it's a deep league and there's nobody on the waivers, to actually have somebody that's going to give you enough of a score to get through the prelims, mm. you might need to consider giving up Kelly in a trade. Very interesting. Yeah, I like it. Because it, I know just from looking at our waivers... There's nothing there. There's nothing, particularly so, in the back line. Yeah, so nothing. You could, have, you could have a look at trading Kelly if you're stressed about him. 
to someone, uh, even if it's your opponent this week, maybe. I, I'm not 100% because sure. Because you've got to get through the prelim to... To make the grand final. There's, there's no point having him for the grand final if you can't win this week. And with for Kelly, you might be able to get two like solid scorers for, for Kelly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would probably wait until later in the week to see what the prognosis is on whether abs- he's going to play. Absolutely. Obviously, agree. if you're trading him, you'll get more for him if he's good to play this week. But in that case, you're probably going to want to hang on to him. So 100%. Um, unless, like you said, you can maybe give him up and get two decent scorers in his place. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next question this week is from Peter Dimnicky. G'day, mate. Uh, he's wondering, uh, who's still in finals? So who of us is still in finals? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he's got a couple of questions, actually. So we'll answer that. Um, so in terms of our finals endeavours... We're both in finals. We're both in finals sort. for different things. Uh, uh, in our draft leagues, ugh, I'm, I'm out, unfortunately. But you are in Keeper League finals and redraft finals? Uh, not great. redraft finals. Oh, you got kicked but, out this week, did you? Um, I did not make redraft finals. Oh, that makes me sad. Um, <laughs> but and, uh, I'm in the prelim for ke- our Keeper League. Which is fantastic. And I It'll am... a good matchup as well, actually. It should be very good. And, and friend of the podcast, Brody. Grudge match. Well, I also have a matchup with friend of the podcast, Brody in the inaugural Extended Bench Cup League. Ooh, very nice. So this is the very first time we've done the Extended Bench Cup. That'll be going on year after year. Um, looks like there might be a couple of spots open for next year. So if any listeners want to get on that, we'll be sending out messages early in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm in the prelim final against a uh, friend of the podcast, Brody, this week, which will be very, very interesting. A couple of grudge matches there. Ooh, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and Peter's also asking, uh, he's got Kelly and Zorko. Uh, will they play? If they don't, who should I trade in? So Zorko, I know he had something oh, iffy. I wasn't aware. That might be why he only got 61 mm, points. Maybe. Um, i I got to admit, I didn't watch all of the Brisbane-Collingwood game. We were at a, uh, a barbecue having a, a couple of sneaky drinks that night. Um, Zorko, there we go. Ah, yep. Yeah, there's a little bit of an injury concern. So right ankle knock. I okay. haven't heard anything specific heard about it. Which probably leads me to think that he will play. Yeah, he's a tough little guy. So yeah, I, I'd say he'll. he'll get up and play. I'd say he'll risk it for the last two games of the year. I don't think they'll drop. Zorka. He, he's the. Um, he's the captain. captain now, he's the captain. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say vice captain. No, no, no he's, he's the captain. So he's captain. He'll want to be out there playing. Yeah, I, I'd suggest that Zorko plays this week. Um, and I reckon Kelly will miss this week. I think Kelly will miss as well, even if he's you know. Uh, Almost cherry ripe. They might give him one more week, come back strong in that last week of uh, the season, and then have a massive run home. Don't risk the concussion issues with Josh Kelly. Agreed. Um, So if they don't, who should I trade in? We already talked about Josh Kelly. So Josh Kelly, uh, we already talked about earlier in the podcast about who we would prioritize, Gary Ablett being the top one. And Sebros. And Sebros. Zorko. Same applies. If Zorko, yeah. for some reason, doesn't get up, same would apply. Just go next down the list. I think yep. Sebros and then Lockie Hunter was in there as well. Yeah. And then... Ooh, Dane Beams, Dane Beams number was four, number four as We're well. We're assuming that you already have all the other big have names. Have top eight. So, but if you're missing someone like Cripps or Oliver, those yeah, guys are prioritised over our list yeah. there. Or if you haven't picked McRae back up since he came oh, back from Absolutely, McRae looks he's great. the go-to. Um, so, hopefully that helps you, Peter. We've got a question for... Oh, God, there's a friend of the podcast, Brody. Here we go. Grudge match. All right. <laughs> so, he's asked a couple of questions, actually. So, he's asking, uh, what are our thoughts on fo- the following guys for next year? Caleb Daniel and David Myers. 
Um, for so, next year. So from a draft perspective, this well, might it be. could also be a salary cap perspective because both will be cheap as chips. Mm, that's true. Um, considering their that's overall true. average. Uh, all right, from a draft perspective, I wouldn't be going super high on these guys. No. Um, all right, so um, who we got? We got Caleb Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, now Daniel has has a good month or so. He has very good month. Um, but prior to that, he's been really up and down and mm. hasn't had a great ceiling. Um, he's a centre forward at the moment. It he, wouldn't surprise me if he loses the forward status because mm. he plays primarily midfield from the bench. Doesn't mm-hmm. really spend a lot of time up forward. Um, so if next year he is a centre only, um, the hundred and twenty five he got this week is. Easily his biggest score of the year, and Massive. he's only gone 101 other time this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's got the ceiling as a centre only. If he's yeah. a forward as well, um, it's whether you're confident that he can continue to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I owned him in keepers for a couple of years, so I know that he can be a little bit up and down score wise. Yeah. So only one ton on the year, a couple of 90s in there. And yeah, he's been better the past month, but and he's got 73 95. There's still a 47 in there with that 105 and that 125 as well. Yeah. Um and the thing is because he's a he's so small, he doesn't get a lot of marks mm. because he always loses contested marks. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't tend to tackle a lot. He corrals a lot and he shepherds a lot, mm-hmm. but he doesn't actually lay a lot of tackles. So he purely gets points from accumulating the ball. And he's more a classy user than an actual accumulator. Mm. It's I, I probably wouldn't be going super high on Caleb Daniel, no. but you do have to put an emphasis on the end of the year because that is when new roles are tested. That's true. And I think uh, he played a lot at, in the back half this weekend. Mm. So if they want to turn him into an elite distributor off halfback, which is a role that I would love to see him do. Yeah, that might pique my interest. Uh, yeah, I, Caleb Daniel's probably a little higher on my watch list than David Myers, the next guy. Um, I, we've always had a, a bit of a um, a bit of an interesting Caleb Daniel over the years, but no, I can't really get behind David Myers to be honest for next year. Um, there's too much going on in the Essendon midfield um, for me to think that he's going to be super consistent. Um, yeah. Even from a, uh, you know... He's had three tons this year. Yes, he had 135 this week, but it was against the Saints. Mm-hmm. From a keeper point of view, he's going to be 30 next year. So yeah. that's And that doesn't really do anything for me. Um, he's had, you know, his past month has been... So he's had this big 135. Against 60, the Saints. Against the Saints. 69 before that. 106 before that. 50 before that. 98 before that against the Suns. Yep. Um, 60 before that. So he's up and down. Yeah. So it's I a mean, no that from me. 106 he had a couple of weeks ago was against Sydney. Sydney, which, which is, good. is good. But other than that... But he got a 50 against Frio, who would you who you would think you should you, dominate. You would have thought he would have gone big. So, there. no, no. It'd be a no for me. As a mid-pricer in salary cap, absolutely not. As a... Maybe your last pick in... Or the last couple of picks in a deep draft league, maybe. maybe. a depth guy, yeah. But no. I wouldn't be going high on either of them. Absolutely not. Um, And last question here is... um, Also, who would you trade first? Rocky Rocky or McLean to a forward? Or Cade Simpson to Witherden? Um, So, uh, out of Rocky and McLean, I would go Rocky first. um, And uh, get him sort of out uh, to a forward instead of McLean. Um, if you were to go that way, uh, Cade, Cade to Witherden. I would go Cade. Uh, Cade. He's coming up against the Bulldogs this week. Uh, yes. 
Um, to be honest, if I was to rank all three of these trades, I would get Rocky to a forward first. That would be my first one. My second would be Cade to Witherden. And my last would be McLean to a different forward. Um, yeah, I think I agree. Cade Simpson's last month was 72 this week, 60, 101 against the Suns, and 82. So they're not the worst scores, but... Um, I don't think that's including his... Uh, was that including his 72 this week? Yeah, that was including his 72 this oh, week. Oh, okay. 72, oh, yeah, 60, 101, 82. And so, then a 72 before that yeah. as well. So I would be, of those three, I'd be looking to move Cade Simpson on first. At first? So ahead of um, Rocky? Yeah, I like Witherden. Yeah? Yeah? I like Witherden, I, I like Witherden as I'd well. Go, yeah. yeah, i go Cade Simpson to Witherden first, mm. I think. Happy with that? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with to hear that. Because um, this would be from a salary cap, obviously. Oh, of course, absolutely. Um, and it gives you, it, it might give you a point of difference in the back line too, which not many people have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, which could be to your benefit. Yeah. So hopefully that helps you out there, Brody, but not too much because we both have grudge matches <laughs> coming up against you this week. So now is time that time of the week where we're going to play our favorite game, which is Risk It for the Biscuit. Uh, I'm sure you all know the rules by now, but basically. This game is all about us picking that one player who's going to be available on your draft waiver wires, who we think this particular week, and maybe even going forward for just a little bit, can come in and have a big impact. And in preliminary finals, in a grand final, these are those streaming guys that you get in for one or two weeks that can come in and win new matches. So with the, some of the depth on your field, you need some solid scores from them, and these are the guys that we think will do it for you. So um, last week... Yep, yeah, last week. Oh, sorry. Have you... Done oh, no. Rules? So, yep. Yeah, so, they have to be under 50% owned, obviously, in yep. Ultimate Footy, uh, so that most people will have them available. Uh, and generally, we've tried to not pick two uh, twice in a row, but when you get to the end of the year, you have yeah, to do things. I think things. we've still been pretty good, actually. Yeah, anyway, we've been all right. Um, yeah, sorry about cutting you off there. Didn't no, realize you good. weren't finished. Um, so, last week, you went with Matty Wright, who was a fail. I think he got 50-something. Yeah, he was sad. Um, Mason Wood, though, 100. <laughs> I think it was a straight 100. It was a straight 100. Two points for Mason Wood. Good job. <laughs> that puts you up to 14 points overall. Oh, man. I went um, Aiden Bonner, 63, I think, from memory. Yeah, not good enough. Not good enough. Um, and Alex oh, Johnson, that, which that is the really saddest. upsetting. I mean, I... So I... I, I yeah, I was just upset about that. Yeah, to be, to honest, be honest, I mean, Bono, yeah, that was a, a not a good choice. Uh, Alex Johnson was looking pretty good in his position and just, he can't get any luck. And I don't think he's no. going to be back on the footy field again, unfortunately. So, it just... Five, just to cut back from five knee recos. What an effort it was. And then to have an, a sixth ACL on his good knee. It's heartbreaking. Um, I'm assuming it has been confirmed. I think when I, I read earlier today, they weren't 100% sure, yeah. but they were pretty convinced. I, I would hope that it could just be like a knee instability or something like that, because it Hopefully. would, fingers crossed, like if it was like, I, I don't know, just a bone bruising or a, a PCL or something little like they that. figured it out by now. Yeah, you would assume so. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, no points for you. A couple of points for me in there. Does yeah, that change the, the lead? Oh. 14 points to 13. It's getting very tight in the final couple of weeks. Oh, I am loving every minute of this. Um, so, I can't uh, remember who started last week. I can't either, actually. Um, sure. You can take this week. I've got right. three anyway. All right, I'll take this week. All right, my first pick for the week. Uh, um, 31% owned midfielder, which is a little bit different to what we normally this do. This is my number one as well. Oh, no. Oh, no. We should have flipped the coin because I'm going with James Warple, and I yeah. think he's a pretty solid bet this week. So he's coming up against St. Kilda, uh, who, I mean, 
you're almost guaranteed to score some pretty decent points against them at the moment. Um, he's coming off some solid scores with an 88, 59, 76, and last week's 105, which was spectacular. Yeah. The most important thing for me with Warple at the moment is he's showing leadership, which is, I mean, he was underage no captains. No, no extra points. But that's the kind of thing that um, Clarkson loves. Yeah. And it means Job that he's, play, he's playing that leadership role through the midfield. And I think he's going to have that midfield role as well. So yep. he's playing a great fantasy-friendly role. I think he's a safe bet for a really good score this week. And the fact that he's only 31% owned as well kind of surprised me a little bit yep. after his past couple of weeks. Yeah. No, I, I love that choice. I've actually had him in my shortlist for... Two of the last three weeks, he was in my selected him. Yeah, he was in my shortlist two weeks ago as well after coming off an eighty-eight. But yeah. we've had bad luck with rookies this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like like that pick. Mm-hmm. Good one. Um, my number one then is because Warple was going to be number one. Um, my first pick is Fergus Green, forward from the Doggies. Oh yep, only two percent owned. So this is a way out there. Whoa. Pick. Good matchup this week. Very good matchup. Yeah. So he's three games. He's had the first one was a little underwhelming, thirty-eight against Port. He then had the Saints for seventy-eight and sixty-four. Yeah. So he was thirty-one percent owned, but he did go through an injury issue. It's Ben Ainsworth. Um, oh, yeah. Now he's coming back from injury recently. He had a, a bit of a settler this week. I mean, we all know how bad they were smashed by Richmond. He only had fifty-four this week, but yeah. we know what he can do, and he is coming up against um, the Brisbane in the Q Clash this week. Oh, yeah. Brisbane have been giving up some score. I mean, they, they have been all year because yeah. they're, um, they're a poorer team. But the Q Clash is a game where uh, Gold Coast can be much more competitive yes. as well. Get yes. the ball up into the forward line if Ainsworth is playing there. Or if he's playing off of a wing half-forward flank, he can get a little bit more of it through there as well. So I'm, I'm not expecting like maybe a massive ton this week, but maybe getting up to sort of that 90-ish score would be really yeah. good. Um, and as a forward, that's exactly what you want. So... Cool. Only 31% owned Ben Ainsworth. Very good. Um, I prefer the Warple pick, but... Oh, so do I. That was by far my favourite pick. But yeah, Ainsworth, not bad. Um, Alright, so my third pick that I had just as a backup, I wasn't hoping to use it, um, (laughs) is a bit of a lazy pick, to be honest. Um, Lewis Pierce, Saints Ruckman. Only 24% owned. Um, He's got Hawthorne this round. As we said in the main podcast... Uh, McAvoy's unlikely to be back so he should have a pretty good match yeah, up there absolutely really like that one um, yeah fantastic so hopefully that helps you guys out going into your preliminary final matches this weekend um, and hopefully you can get up over your competi- competition and we'll see you back here for well it'll be our last regular season podcast yeah. of the year yeah. obviously leading into the grand final and then we'll be back the week after for a bit of a wrap up podcast yep. which will be Sounds fantastic good. So, like I said, good luck for your matchups ahead this weekend and have a terrific round of fantasy footy.